Welcome everybody to Barefoot Radio, the show that aims to guide and support you in connecting, transforming and growing in all things love, soul and spirit. I'm your host, Leanne, the Barefoot Medium. I'm an international medium, twin flame, transformational coach and author who's absolutely passionate about reconnecting you with loved ones who've passed over as well as providing access to knowledge, guidance and techniques you can use in your everyday lives to shift through limiting beliefs, stories, emotions, sabotage patterns and fears that might be holding you back from manifesting all that you desire in life. Feel free to kick off your shoes, sit back, relax and enjoy today's show where I am joined by my dear friend Kerry Waring, a psychic medium who serves developing mediums to strengthen and expand their connection to spirit so they can enhance their readings and be the successful and confident mediums they want to be. She is absolutely a pocket rocket of five foot of love and spirit who loves a little travel and a lot of country music with over 20 years experience serving spirit and those who need answers, guidance and mediumship mentoring. She's also the author of A New Kind of Normal, Unlock the Medium Within and Wisdom of the Soul, How to Live Life Created with Love and Inspiration. Now Kerry is joining me for today's show to discuss a topic that's near and dear to me, Law of Attraction and Manage Your Empathic Abilities. Welcome Kerry. Oh, well, thank you, Leanne. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. That's okay. Can you tell listeners a little bit about your background and what you do and how you how you came to be discussing this topic, I guess? Well, I guess at first and foremost, one of the things that I, I like to share is the fact that um, I came to my spiritual awakening because of the loss of a loved one. Yeah. And yeah, my brother took his own life in 1995 and that really led me on a, um, a journey of grief and spiritual awakening. And in that journey, I learned that you could develop and learn and awaken your psychic abilities. And so for me, I didn't have, um, you know, psychic or mediumship abilities as a child I didn't see dead people or anything like that um it, literally what happened for me is through that grief experience in 1996 I started to um read books and really sort of sitting in you know meditation circles and just opening it up from from there so I'm an absolute believer in the fact that um, mediumship is for everyone it's not just for uh, so-called gifted few um, but like a lot of things if you want to be good at it you need to nurture it you need to invest in your training um, and you know you need to focus on quality yes, <laughs> and yes. That's, that's a topic very dear to both of us is that quality of development and putting in that that work and that commitment to developing ourselves as mediums so Absolutely. that we can then support not only our clients that come to us but those who are wanting to develop in their own way. Absolutely. And I think like I sort of shared on a Facebook Live this morning is the, um, the, 
the foundation or the core of your mediumship and your connection to spirit is your relationship you have with yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. That in, and that absolutely includes our um, empathic abilities. And we do, we do tend to find that natural, um, those of us that are, have a natural tendency to being energetically sensitive, that might be um, natural mediums, for example, do have um, empathic abilities and that can often be overwhelming for people. Mm. And it can, and if it's not managed and if it's not, um, if you're not on top of it, it can actually hinder your mediumship and can actually get in the way of providing good quality guidance for other people. Yeah, and I love that we've both come into our mediumship in, in different ways and, you know, I honour everyone's journey with stepping into where we're meant to be and the work that yeah. we're meant to be doing. And, you know, often people who step in after a tragedy or the loss of a loved one, sometimes that is the purpose and the intention to open our awareness to there being another world as well, you know, and, and that can be a part of the learning in that loss and grief stage. So I honour that for you. Thank you. Um, my journey was as a child being incredibly empathic, sensitive, seeing, hearing, feeling, knowing spirit was around me and being, like you said, overwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. So my journey's been a little bit different. Yep. <laughs> it's um, It was there all along. It may, may have sat in the background for a long time and then a passing of a friend of mine actually triggered me to step into. Sure. So yeah. we've got some similarities and some, some differences there that I just wanted to point out to listeners so that you know we've all got different journeys for a purpose. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I've, everyone that comes along for us to work with or whatever it might be, everyone has a story. Uh, but they're, they're all individual, they're all unique, you know. So, yeah. So talk to me a little bit about what it for listeners for the purpose of those listening who don't know what an empath is or empathic abilities are talk to me a little bit about that i guess it's um i liken it to your feeling centers you know it's very much that your energy has a natural tendency to want to nurture to want to heal and I honestly believe more and more I actually honestly believe that that is um, coming from our divine feminine and it's it's coming from that part of us that seeks to be the earth mother that seeks to be um, the nurturer the giver um, and when that is out of balance when we're not fully connected to that we tend to find that our empathic abilities can be <laughs> a little bit out of control um, or overwhelming because we're not, it's not that area of our soul, that energy within our soul is not in balance. Yeah. And I, I really hadn't thought about the connection to the divine feminine before. So I really love that you've brought that in because 
a lot of empaths or people with empathic abilities are that real nurturers, the compassionate, the kind, the carers, and the ones who just want to, you know, take people under their wings, I guess, and protect them and support them and help them. Yeah, and as as I said, it's not always, I think my understanding is that when we do have an empathic ability that is full-blown and um, not in balance, um, then that's coming from underlying there is an imbalance or a disconnection with our divine feminine in some way. Yeah. And, um, you know, to recognise whether you're empathic or not, you will know that you easily pick up on the emotions of people around you. You mm. pick up on energy um, in this world around you. It's you, you might feel it physically in your body. You might, um, sometimes you might find that even, you know, your mood just changed and you don't know why. You don't know where that sadness is coming from or where mm. the fact that you just feel like you want to cry is coming from, even though but 10 minutes ago you were completely fine, <laughs> you know. Um, so... So there's some of the things about empathy, but you do absolutely, every empath has that nurturing within them and has that, um, you know, those mothering tendencies, really. And I think it is our divine feminine um, reaching out and wanting to do its purpose uh, that's essentially um, that, that... the fact that it's also overwhelming and the fact that it um, has control as opposed to you being able to manage it means yeah. that there's definite imbalance there. Yeah, and I I want to kind of pick up on that because as the mother, the nurturer, the compassionate mm. and the divine feminine and, you know, that imbalance, we can often overgive or yeah. jump in and try and rescue if we're talking those sabotage patterns and we'll bring the law of attraction into it soon, which is why I love this. And, you know, that, that sensitive nature of the empath or people with empathic abilities who, like you said, feel energy Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes absorb it if we're not conscious. So, you know, energy is just those thoughts emotions it can be actions like the jumping in and rescuing that can be an action that we take and we can sometimes as empaths if we're not conscious absorb fears and limiting beliefs and patterns that come in from other people as well absolutely like often empaths really struggle to find where their energy ends and the energies of others begin, you know. And the only way that we can really um, become empowered in our empathic abilities is with awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And and that awareness is a day-to-day um, management practice moment to moment (laughs) basically but that is the only way to and working on your divine feminine um connecting with that bringing that into balance is really 
um, is the, the way that I would fundamentally recommend to work on it because it, it then works in the foundations of the soul as opposed to band-aiding it with things like protection <laughs> and, um, you know, boundaries only go so far. So Yeah, they do. And, yeah. you know, one of, one of the ways that I talk to some of my clients, for example, with managing empathic abilities or sensitivities is, like you said, get conscious, get aware, get yeah. present. And if we're not present, we can be easily overwhelmed by the quantity of information that we're receiving, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally or spiritually, and not knowing whether it's our own stuff or our own shit, like I, I like to call it sometimes, or if it's other people in our lives, whether it's friends, families, clients, colleagues, whoever you might come across, or if it's a spirit person that you're picking mm -hmm. up on. And so, you know, empathic people or people with those abilities really have a whole different layer of consciousness to work on and be present to. And boundaries are about self-love and what feels comfortable and uncomfortable and we get a conscious choice of what we allow in to yeah. our space whether that's our aura our energy field whatever you want to call it our physical homes all of it yep and our friendship circles our, our business and and look i certainly think i know for me um you know, one of the first um, lessons I learned stepping into working as a psychic professionally was was business boundaries. You know, and and was boundaries about when it was, you know, people it wasn't okay for people to be calling me at nine o'clock at night. You know, <laughs> like that sort of thing. Um, so you, so you learn boundaries in this life and learn the boundaries working with spirit very early on, mm. um, and. I'm very, I, because of the years of work, it's, I'm very disciplined in um, my energies, I guess, is, you know, who I can be discerning with people in the living. Um, and as much as I'm, I'm quite open with my spiritual connections, there's still a lot of, um, there's boundaries, you know, like, and those that work with me in the spirit world just know. but saying that um it's still quite easy for the energy to flow in and and yeah. especially if i'm due to work you know like yeah. if you you would know leanne like if yeah. you if you're gonna if you've got a client that day you can wake up and you know all your shit's on the surface <laughs> you know <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, and it takes you a minute for you to turn around and go oh okay is this mine or you yeah. know is it, is it just actually someone else's energy, but it just happens to be bringing up all my stuff? So, you know, the client's feeling overwhelmed and confused in life and you're connecting to that energy, but how it reflects is actually in your stuff. Yeah. Which is where the confusion comes in. And, yeah. and where, you know, sometimes it does take us a little while to figure it out. 
Yeah. And, and I think for, for those listening, if you're just, you know, stepping into your spiritual awakening or awareness or just learning or even those who are already in this field or, or working with spirit, you really, you know, doing readings for clients where we're sometimes working on that psychic soul level and, so, you know, working with yep. past over loved ones in a different way. And you're right, if we've got four or five clients in a day, you know, you, you, what if spirit comes in and starts talking to you and communicating with you that morning and you've got to step in and go, oh, okay, where am I? <laughs> and things like, and I, I'm sharing a recent example, things like, um, Facebook Messenger or emails or phone calls that essentially dump the problems or situations or circumstances that someone may be going through into your space because it is a space mm-hmm. um, can be added to all of that. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's really important, like you said, with business boundaries and, and energy boundaries to put those things in place and be consistent with it. Yeah, because all of that actually does affect how much noise, how yeah. much energy interference, how much overwhelm that um, it comes down to but I guess if we sort of move into I know one of the reasons why you invited me to talk was because of my my view of how the law of attraction actually plays and influences our um, empathic abilities and this is an area that a lot of people don't often think about no and so if I can just explain that a little bit because generally the what happens is the law of attraction is operating in the universe every moment of every day. It is not just when we put our thoughts out there and, you know, are asserting to the universe what we're trying to manifest. It is the reason why you have the friends in your life that you do. It's the reason why you live where you do. It's the reason why you do the job that you do. It's like attracts like. It's universal law. That's it. Hmm. Where that comes from and the connections that we make comes from within our soul. Mm-hmm. So it, they, those experiences occur and attracted to us because of who we are. So there is a reason why within our soul makeup as to why we connect to the energy of that particular person or the reason why we don't connect to the energy of the next person. Or why we feel something in an environment that we work in. And generally, I find that that um, tuning in, that process, is really sponsored by stuff that we have in our own energetic makeup. And usually you'll find that that's rooted in pain in some way. So... For example, it might be, let's say someone's had, um, I'll just use my own example. Say, for example, you know, like I'm, I'm a su- survivor of suicide 
or I'm um, in more recent times have gone through a divorce. So what happens is those experiences, those like attracts like, bring certain kinds of clients, Mm. you know, Um, because I have the knowledge, the experience, the pain to actually um, serve them. But it also makes it easier for me to recognise that energetically in someone else. And that's why then you have this like attracts like occurring and us sponsoring it. So it doesn't matter whatever it might be. It might be just that you're, you know, a highly passionate individual or, or you know, one of my favourites, you might be, you know, highly connected to your sexuality, you know, and it just makes it then you recognise that energy in other people, in other energy forms, be it this world or the spirit world, and that's really how the law of attraction is influencing things. So where it becomes overwhelming is if we haven't healed our pain. And if we're still too attached to those instances and those experiences in our own soul makeup, mm. um, case in point, you know, like if, I've got a client during the day and I can wake up and feel super overwhelmed and all my fears are coming up. It's generally because, you know, I'm in that space in my life and and just connecting with their energy is just amping it up, (laughs) you know. Whereas if I was not in that space in my life, it wouldn't have that kind of effect. So, So it's about, you know, And this is, you know, you and I both know that and we both operate from the place of um, the best healers are those that heal themselves, Mm. you know. And this is one of the reasons why is because, you know, if you've got so much going on in your soul that every time you walk out the door, you're connecting, you're an empath and connecting with other people's pain and it's just coming back into you, overwhelming, then you need to start working on your shit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're so right and I, I love how you bring that in because it's, you know, what, what you and I both work with our clients on as well. And really the law of attraction is just about creating our own reality based on where we're at emotionally vibrationally or what frequency we're sending out what signal we're sending out to the universe to say hey here's what's going on for me in our humanness yeah absolutely but i think the thing that people forget is that the law of attraction is actually occurring anyway whether whether you're consciously working with it or not (laughs) Whether you, like us, are consciously working with it and are somewhat empowered in it. <laughs> and, and look, you know, the, the thing that's popping up, I did a, a Facebook video the other day and was, and was inspired to, you know, I work with it every day. Yep. And I was more inspired this particular day to take my phone with me and go on a walk with my you know, my normal routine and it was like do a video 
and I was walking myself and I had some stuff coming up and I was walking myself into alignment, Mm -hmm. into, you know, letting go of those fears, those thoughts, those emotions that were coming up for me that had also been coming up for a number of clients and I was like, okay, what do I need to be looking at here? And I just heard spirit say, use today to see what is showing up for you. Consciously set an intention for the universe to show you what's showing up. And whatever showed up for me was a point of attraction. Absolutely. Because one of my um, mantras, so to speak, in regards to mediumship is that our connections to the spirit world are a reflection of who we are. Mm And that transcends for me not just into what we logically term the spirit world because for me, you know, you're as much spirit as I am as is a spirit communicator who is without a body, you know, like for all of that for me it's a place of oneness and connection. Yeah. So whether I'm connecting to... um, the spirit world and the world of energy or whether I'm connecting to energies in this world, it's all a reflection of me in some form. Mm. You know, those experiences don't just happen for no purpose. Yeah. You know, so the often we need to be looking like you were and, and saying, hey, what's it showing me about me here? Mm. You know, often um, it can be showing us what we need to heal what we need to let go of, where our boundaries need tightening up, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and all of those things are ongoing processes. Yeah. Um, and, and look, you know, one of the things that, that, and I'll share with listeners as well, because when we talk, when I talk relationships, it's first and foremost relationship with self. Mm-hmm. And then it might be relationship with partner, family, friends, colleagues, clients, spirit, whatever. Yeah. Um, so when I talk relationship, I mean all of that mm-hmm. and whatever shows up for you is, is reflecting. And what had shown up for me that particular day was someone had stepped into and triggered an old wound of mine mm-hmm. by stepping into the blame-shame game. Mm-hmm. And I was conscious of it, as in you did this, you did that, and pointing the finger and there was some name calling in amongst it. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm conscious, I'm present. This is what's showing up for me to heal more of because as a child being sensitive and and some of my experiences was around bullying and name calling and Mm -hmm. criticism. And I was like, right, I haven't let go of all of that. Thank you. And... As a soul, that person was sent to me to reflect where I needed to still do some healing. Yeah, absolutely. That's it, you know, and the the purpose is really whatever meaning we want to give it, exactly. you know. So if, if, that, if that's what was working for you that day to see it as that, the reflection is there. It's just, you know, yeah. whatever we feel 
our soul is responding to and what our guidance is sort of telling us to look at. Absolutely. Yeah. And look, you know, that was one and there was some beautiful, amazing reflections that were showing up for me at the same time. So, you know, looking at how you're, you're, what you're bringing to your day and how you're showing up in your day and in each moment is part of the law of attraction in motion. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really important for the listeners to know that this is not something that you master or that you're ever free of, you know. Like it's not something that, you know, you can go, oh, you know, once I'm um, done my healing, I'm going to be okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's sort of... We both wish... <laughs> You know, because it's the kind of thing of, yes, you've done, worked on your baggage from the past, but then there's always new stuff coming up, always, you know, and there's always new, um, that's the thing about spirit is the constantly moving out of your comfort zone and the, the constantly being challenged within yourself. And that just constantly does bring up different things. So that's where the awareness again is key. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that, that came up yesterday for me um, from Spirit was talking about when we step into kind of what people call up-leveling, expanding or growing mm-hmm. personally or spiritually or even professionally, we set an intention or we make a request for more of something generally to mm-hmm. come into our lives and it might be more love, more um, joy, it might be more happiness, it might be more more financial abundance, might be, you know, more peace, more yep. health, more well-being, whatever. When we set that intention, we set the law of attraction into motion and we invite more of that in and we have to be present and aware of allowing it in and sometimes it'll bring up those little fears or doubts or, or patterns. But I think it's also one of those things of when we do that, um, we often are expecting it to show up in one way. Yeah. And often your prayers are going to be answered in some other way first. And I'll give you an example. So, um, you know, had this client and she was asking for more abundance But what was going on in her life is her guidance was telling her um, she needed to work on her relationship a little bit. And so when she came to me, it was more about she needed to bring about balance in her relationship, in the family unit, and then that was the key to her abundance. So we often think there's often other energies sponsoring what we're asking for and we don't often recognise that our prayers are being answered. They're just being answered in ways that we don't expect. And I think one of the things that keeps coming up for me is the divine feminine and our sexuality. Hmm. And, and I think we don't give it enough um, awareness. We don't give it enough um, value in how it truly links through to our creative abilities Mm. as master manifestors yeah you know and um when you think about it 
as humans, we're created in that energy. It's we're in that act of sexual lovemaking that creates another human, yeah. you know? And I think it's in, in that energy, when we tap into that energy, whether it be to manage our empathic abilities, mm-hmm. whether it um, in a balanced and empowered way, yeah. whether it be to create wealth, bring more success in, yeah. whether it even be to get really clear with our mediumship mm. and, and connect into other energies, um, the fire in that energy is really super powerful and um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity today to be talking to you and be sharing some of this because I know like you 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 get it (laughs) and um so to just you know I'm getting really really more and more passionate about putting that awareness out into the world so thank you for that opportunity that's okay and you know I love how you talk about that sexual energy because you know that is the energy that we create from and with um, so it is really important to embrace that within ourselves and yep. to allow that, that energy, allow ourselves to tap into that energy and feel it. And, you know, like that, the example that's popping in is money. Mm. Lots of people want more money or more abundance, however they term it. The reality is the the frequency, the vibration or the energy that you want to tune into to receive that is what does it bring you? Is it joy? Is it freedom? Is it what is it that you're after? What is the money going to bring you? Is it freedom and that feeling of freedom? So embrace it within first. Start working with that energy first. Bring your thoughts to like the sexual energy around passion, creativity. Bring your, your beliefs in around that. And then your actions and your emotions, feel it. And then it brings more in. Yeah. And I, I just think that that whole thread of sexual energy is just a real missing link that people are just not, we're not quite there yet. You know, it's really just we're still very much when it comes to understanding the law of attraction or the teaching is still very very much centred on mindset. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so and and just this whole thread of energy that's within us, that creative energy that is already there, mm. combining that with the mindset work, um, I'm excited to see where where that goes as it sort of you know comes into consciousness and expands for people because that's you know it's exciting and you know it it is just that thing of you know (laughs) tapping into that for yourself just for anyone that's listening just tapping into that will really help you balance out your Mm. um, empathic abilities in a more natural easy way. It won't take all the um, the visualizations and the hard work of protecting yourself. You know, it won't take all that work of you know needing to be aware. 
when we deal with it at the core. Yeah. 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 And it just makes it easier. Yeah. So I love that, that you've brought that awareness in because it, that's, like I said, a new awareness for me that I hadn't connected in. So thank you for sharing that with, with all of us and for listeners out there. If you want to know more about working with Kerry, where can people connect with you, Kerry? Um, I'm very active on Facebook. So I do have a um, Facebook page. It's called Kerry Waring Psychic Medium Investigator. And, of course, there's my website, which is um, kerrywaring.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been such an honour to have a conversation with you in this context. Yeah, thank you for having me. That's okay. And to get you sharing some of that beautiful, amazing knowledge, wisdom and and techniques that can support people in their journey. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. No problem. And if anyone's listening who wants to connect with me further through a reading or coaching or learning about mediumship as well, then jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au or connect with me on Facebook, Leanne the Barefoot Medium. Wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, whoever it is you're connecting with, I hope you do that with consciousness, with passion, with creativity and with peace and freedom and love. And I hope to see you next time on Barefoot Radio. Thank you for joining us.